Welcome to the Punters, mate, on SEN. Am I allowed to come in here? Yes, we'll let you in, Mark. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm back. Mark Braybrook, just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water, (laughs) Sammy Highland's gone on holidays, and I'm back making a one-off by popular demand appearance on the punters, mate. By popular demand. By popular demand, yes. Emails are out of control. Someone's, jamming the switchboard. Someone just said to me, mate, uh, we need you to do the show. That's <laughs> That shows you how popular I am. Welcome to me. Well, you were yeah, going to say, Mark. Queensland yeah, welcome, is your Mark. place to race this year. I'm back for the it's punters, mate. I brought some old mates back. back as well. Well, you've brought back a segment that we really love doing. We have got a lot of laughs out of. We haven't played it for a long time, probably since you've left. Mm. And that is? That's me. Yeah, Stephen, it's been that long. Even Cohen didn't know what you were talking about. So, yeah, I mean, I've missed it too. Our mate from Sweden, our oh, Japanese callers. Yes. Our, I, I, look, we'll just we'll just throw them in every now and again. Seeing it's lead up to Christmas, we'll just. How many have we got? Oh, maybe half a dozen or That's so. Good. Yeah. Maybe half a dozen. So or the so. best of the best. The best of the best, and I'll leave the best till last. Okay. And I think you know what my favourite one I is. I do know what your favourite one um, is. Yeah. Our uh, Swedish. Friend, our Swedish caller with the South African accent will be making an appearance as well throughout the morning. So, uh, the afternoon, I should say. You could say, do so. a whole show based oh? around him. Oh, absolutely. In fact, there's, no, there's no question. Going forward, we probably should try and get him on the show at some stage. I'll leave that to you. I'll leave that to you. I don't have <laughs> to worry. Would you come back for that? Uh, maybe. Okay. I don't have to worry about that anymore. Well, who's going to be on the show today anyway? Uh, on the show today, to we with... have Maddie Sears, who oh, we're speaking weapon. to very shortly. Now, Maddie Sears course, trains or co-trains with her father, Steady Ready, who's going around in a really her f- good... Her father's not Steady Ready. She tries, no. co-trains with her with father, her father. <laughs> Tony Sears. Tony, that's right. Steady Ready. Yeah. You just, and, you had, you, you've just got to clarify yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. right. I think most people Aren't knew you glad that I'm back? her it's father been, what, wasn't Steady minutes? Ready. Yeah. Well, never assume, Chris. <laughs> no, no, that's yeah. right. Uh, and they have Steady Ready going around in the Gold Edition plate tomorrow. So looking forward to that race. Takes on a couple of smart types from the Tony Golan hey. stable, who... We'll be talking to okay. later in the program. And you're a little bit concerned because another one of the, the good horses that uh, the Sears have, Yellow Brick, you thought was going to be in the King of the Mountain, but now it doesn't appear to be well, in the King of the Mountain. I'm going to have to ask uh, Maddie because uh, Yellow Brick, as far as I knew all along, was in the King of the Mountain. Which is going to be at Toowoomba on New Year's, New Year's Eve, Eve yeah. two weeks away. $750,000 race. And I get a bit of information sent through that I printed off last night. I can't find... Yellow Brick anywhere. Oh. I can find Steady Ready, Alpine Edge, Apache Chase, Nicanova, and Argyle Lane. That's five. So there's a few more to go. So we'll have to find out from Maddie what's going on there. Okay. So we'll ask Maddie. And, and Tony Gollan, it's a big day for him as well because this Golden Boom, we mm. don't really know how good Golden Boom is, do we? No. He, uh, he won on debut at the Sunshine Coast on a Sunday. He looked really good there, winning by a space. And then he went around at the Sunshine Coast Saturday meeting, the Malula Bar Cup Swiss Ace Plate meeting in a three-year-old race. Mm. Uh, he won that. Just on that, I was there that day, and it was just a great atmosphere. There was always a – there was just like a feeling of um, a really good horse. There lots of people just standing around watching. The crowd was good. It was about high 20s. There wasn't a cloud in the sky. Just one of those really good days to be at a sporting event, and there was a lot – uh, a lot watching uh, Golden Boom that day. He didn't let anybody down, but he's now got to go to 1,200 metres. So both wins 1,000 metres. He's now going to 1,200 metres at Eagle Farm, which is a testing track, 
and he's an odds-on favourite. So mm. interested to see what Tony Gollan thinks of that. Okay, and of course, um, Steady Ready uh, won over 900 now. has to go to 1,200. So, exactly. He uh, hasn't won over 1,200 yet. The one yeah. that has is Tony Gollan's other runner in the race, Spiritualised. Okay. It was around $6. Okay. So we'll speak to those two trainers there. And look, I've got a I've got a hectic weekend in the next few days as well. What have we got? All um, oh, the big goodbyes racing tomorrow. <laughs> um, so the big G's back uh, in the last at Eagle Farm. So I'll have to keep an eye on that. Um, Rob Heathcote, I'll, I'll most probably have to give him a call tonight. Just see how Oh, he'll call is. you, Mark. He may, he may, but he's busy as well. And then uh, tomorrow at the Gold Coast, we have um, oh, Maroon Magic. Magic. Maroon Magic's going around tomorrow. And then next Wednesday, I might ask Tony about it today, Greylander's back on yeah. Wednesday at Eagle Farm. So I've got to keep an eye on our three. Who's managing um, all these now? With, well, me. It's you now. Yeah. Heels has just bailed. And you know the Queensland Rogues, we won the competition. We beat New South Wales and Victoria. Yeah. And look, I'm not – I shouldn't be taught. It's not for me to say that our involvement, you know, had some influence there, Hills, Patty, and I, but uh, it did play a role. It did play a role. So the Queensland race, yeah, big Believe weekend. That. Big weekend for us. It's been a, a big weekend outside of uh, thoroughbred racing, harness racing here in Queensland. Yeah, I spoke to David Brick during the week, yep. who's the harness racing manager for Racing Queensland. Uh, the Inter Dominion is coming back to Queensland for the first time since 2009 uh, when it was held on the Gold Coast. And for the first time in Brisbane since 2000. 22 years. Yeah. Yeah. First time at Albion Park for 22 years. Begins next year, Friday, December the 1st, 2023. Uh, goes through December 5 and December 9. And the finals will be held on Saturday, December the 16th. $500,000 uh, worth of prize money for the pacing Inter-Dominion final and 250000 for the trotting Inter-Dominion final. It's I really like that because we're not going to see Albion Park much much longer, as we know. Yeah, so to, it's great to have yeah, it there. Yeah, spoke to David about that, actually, and made the point. I said, so this is really, uh, this time next year it'll be, uh, this really is, uh, I suppose, the farewell uh, to Albion Park for um, national the or international. Racing. Yeah, the big yeah. race. Yeah, yeah, they'll be continuing. They'll be good Queensland races, don't get me wrong. Yep. But the international, because New Zealand horses will yep. be coming over. So international focus on Albion Park. Basically for the last time. Yeah, definitely. And it's 2025, I think, is when uh, things close up and it gets converted to something for the uh, the Olympic Games in 2032. So, yeah, I'm glad it's coming back for that. would have been disappointing if we didn't get another one before it uh, before it was gone. Yeah, so they're moving to Norwell, which is yeah. basically Logan uh, area, yeah, heading down towards the Gold Coast. Well, that's where uh, a lot of the V8 um, teams are oh, based, okay. uh, down there on uh, between Brisbane and the Gold Coast. Uh, so that's where harness racing is moving to. And, of course, the Greyhound's moving out More of – Ipswich? Yeah, out yeah. past Ipswich yeah. um, as well. They're moving out to there, which our great mate Luke Gatehouse, who lives on the Bayside, <laughs> has got a fair drive every day. He's yeah. got a fair drive to get there. So they're moving as well. So, yeah, so a, a big week for harness racing there. And, of course, more money on offer in oh. um, racing. Yeah, some huge prize money uh, increases announced yesterday. We already know the Stradbroke's gone to $3 million next year. But we've also got the Doombin 10,000, which will go up by half a million dollars to 1.5 million. And the Kingsford Smith rises 300,000 to $1 million. So big prize money there. The Queensland Carnival next year will soar to $25 million in prize money. Stradbroke Day will have the $3 million Group 1 Stradbroke, the million dollar JJ, and the $1.2 million Group 2 Q22. More than $6.5 million in prize money 
on Stradbroke Day. Other increases there. Ipswich Cups got an increase uh, to $200,000. And the Sunshine Coast, the Group 3 Wing Skinnies and the Listed Glasshouse Handicap both go to $300,000 too. So that's some uh, really good incentives there to uh, go around in those races at the uh, country or provincial venue, uh, venues. Sorry. Yeah, and they say that... Uh 36 black type races across the carnival have yep. had stake increases. Group two races now worth a minimum of 300,000. Group three, a minimum of 200. And listed races, a minimum of $160,000. Pretty good, isn't it? So is that a farewell gift from Brendan Parnell, is it? Or as he, <laughs> he leaves and heads over to the UK? Is it that... may well be. Yeah. But look, we have to keep up with the interstate prize money. We just have to, and we really are. But now. It, wasn't, it wasn't that long ago that it was an incre- uh, increases announced. Anyway, was it? So this is the second one in a matter of months, really? Across the board increases kick off uh, the 1st of February next year. Uh, And they are for Thoroughbred, Harness and Greyhound Racing. So they take effect, as I said, to 1st of February. So as I said, we have to keep up with our interstate counterparts. We'll never quite be level with them, uh, but we're not far away. Righto. Um, I think we might just hear from – which one do you want to hear from? Let's hear from our Swedish caller – who just has this extraordinary ability to get something that shouldn't be beaten, beaten. <laughs> Fall over. You can go to the payout queue. They're not going to catch her. Sophie Ordelson is just too darn good as they come up to the line. It's going to be close, but as they get to the line, it's not Sophie Ordelson. It's number five in Ortodus that causes a major upset. Wouldn't you be filthy if you're driving around in your car listening to that on the radio? Oh, absolutely. And there's another one he does where this thing, that was. I think that race was a... Um, that was a thoroughbred yeah, race, yep. I think. But there's another one he does where it's a harness race. And the thing, in his defence, <laughs> led by about 100 metres. Uh, as I say, you can go to the payout queue very early this time. Not much you collect, but it's good enough. Uh, you're watching 12 Bissar Tarbuck literally spread eagle this field. Uh, he is absolutely the easiest armchair ride you've seen in a long time. Jan Olof Passion actually is uh, the one that's going after him uh, with um, number nine. Ivers a legend, but uh, it's only a break that's going to stop the favourite here. And uh, Jan Olof is able to brew a cup of tea, make a sandwich. It's all over. Uh, number nine, Ivers Legend, running on well for second. Uh, coming forward as well is uh, number 13, uh, and that's uh, Lekka Lennart. But as they come down the straight here now, even although Ivers Legend taking in a lot of ground, uh, the favourite number 12, uh, Basata back has this race won. Number 13, uh, well, maybe I'm wrong. Nine, <laughs> Ivers Legend's coming very fast, and Ole uh, Elzian's well, got problems. It's actually uh, uh, looks strange. It's number nine. <laughs> I'm wrong for once. Nine for wins once. it here. Ivers Legend from 13-10 and a very tight 12 bizarre to back. The thing led by, seriously, nearly 100 metres. That's terrible, though. <laughs> he really went to town. Now you can sit down, make a cup of tea, yeah. uh, make yourself a sandwich. I mean, yeah. Really. But it just it adds to the... I mean, yeah. I mean, if you'd back the the winner, you'd be you would be joining the queue. If you had a, a ten leg multi and that was your last leg, you would be filthy. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, we might play a few more of that's magics throughout the morning. Yeah, we will, and just or the be- afternoon, I should say. Racing this weekend, Mark. Of course, we race at Eagle Farm tomorrow. We've got the Grand Prix, the Group Three Grand Prix, the Listed Gold Edition, and the Listed Lock Nay. We also race at Aquas Park on the Gold Coast. We race at Mackay and Toowoomba in the Twilight Zone. 
Don't forget, tonight there's a meeting at the Sunshine Coast too, so looking forward to that one. And back to the Sunshine Coast on Sunday. Radio Mark, as we mentioned at the top of the show, we're going to catch up with Maddie Sears. It's a big weekend for Maddie, and I love the weapon. You do love the weapon. So does Sammy Highland. He's a big fan yeah. as well, so I'm sure he'll be tuning in. Well, Sammy in. and I were talking to Maddie when the yeah. weapon first started. Steady Ready, of course, we're talking about. Yeah, so yeah. no matter where Sammy is, in his caravan with his 17 kids, he'll be uh, listening into the show, that's for sure. How do we find you on this Friday afternoon? Just, uh, I've got some people coming to have a look at a show horse. My last one left... Um, it would be an end of an era if I sell her. Um, and then, yeah, getting the horses all ready for, uh, for the races tomorrow. I see. Uh, looking at uh, your acceptances throughout the weekend, you've got horses going left, right and centre all over the state. Literally, we have horses going to five different tracks on Saturday. It's ridiculous. Esk, Gold Coast, Chinchilla, Eagle Farm and Toowoomba. Then you're back up on Sunday at the Sunshine Coast. Yeah, the one at the sunny coast, I've got to scratch her. She won't be starting. Okay, so we can put a line through her. I've done that right now. Now, first questions first. The weapon, as Mark and Sam refer to. No, no, no. Maddie <laughs> referred to Steady Ready as the weapon, and we just jumped on board. Yeah. How has he come through that uh, dominant win at the Gold Coast? Was that about a month ago now? Uh, three weeks. Three weeks. Um, yeah, he's come through it great. His work's been fantastic. Um, he's, yeah, we couldn't. We couldn't have him any any better heading into the heading into the race tomorrow. And how do you think it'll pan out? I mean, it's a very very interesting race. It's, it's small on numbers but high on quality. We've got Spiritualize, we've got Golden Boom, we've got uh, the other one there from Toowoomba, Endless something or other. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. End assembly. That. That's it. End assembly. And yours now. My map says you lead clearly. What do you think from that inside gate? Well, look, if he if he leads. He leads. Um, we're not going to bust his gut to lead. Um, you know, if he's got to take a sit and, you know, one goes around him or, you know, he just coasts there. We don't really want to happen what happened at the Gold Coast where he got, like, six lengths in front. Obviously, it didn't hinder him at all. Um, but, yeah, like, if he if he leads, that would be great. If he's gone easy in front, um, if not, we'd be more than happy for... Um, for him to to take a sit with with taking him taking a sit on it in a few jump outs and I think a few people sort of forget his run in the Del Rello. Um, he didn't lead in that. He he sat off the speed and um, probably another two strides and he wins. So I think a few people have got a bit of a short memory um, memory with his runs when yeah when he did actually take a sit and he chased Exo Lady down and probably another stride um, two strides and he would have won the Del Rello. Now, he goes to 1,200 metres, uh, 900 to 1,200 off that three-week break. Does the 1,200 hold any concerns? No, not at all. Dad and I have never thought um, that 1,200 would be would be an issue with him. Um, the horse has got unbelievable speed, but that's, um, that isn't a restriction for him with distance-wise. We've actually got him in the three-year-old Magic Mean 1,400. We've always seen him as a horse that will run out a very strong 1,200 um, and possibly even, yeah, possibly even get to that 1,400. What improvement has he shown to you, Maddie, uh, at home and, and in track work um, that that has come from over, you know, the time since, say, Sammy and I first spoke to you, would have been last year, time, time maybe, I think. What improvement have you seen in Steady Ready to suggest that uh, he's a better horse now than, than, say, 12 months ago? Um, well, I'd say the improvement is definitely his, his attitude um, last time in and early on, he was 
he was very culty. Like he sort of couldn't really, I guess he was sort of like a young teenage boy, really. Um, you know, he sort of thought about girls a lot more than what he probably should have um, and that sort of stuff. But now, you know, he's very switched on. You know, you wouldn't even really know he's a cult now. Um, but he's just matured in general. Like he's a bigger, stronger horse. Um, he's always been very relaxed in his work. Like the ability hasn't changed at all. It's not, yeah, like as we said, we think he's a better horse now. He's just all round um, matured and, and grown up a lot. Now they say if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You've got Anne Jones staying on. She was so, uh, well, she got the job done at the Gold Coast in in very good fashion. The horse won by over four lengths. That's great to have the apprentice on in a race where there's no claim. That that suggests you're showing a lot of faith in Ange, and that's fair too because she's riding so well. Yeah, look, we, you know, it's, it's no secret that we have a lot of luck with Ange. Um, she knows the horse better than anyone. She actually educated the horse before she moved to Brisbane, so it was very fitting that um, that she got to ride him and um, the owner of the horse, he just said, you know, put whoever you want on. He, he gives us very, very free reign with the horse um, and it only felt fitting that um, that Ange stuck with the horse and we got um, her manager to talk to Tony to make sure there was, you know, that she wasn't needed and Tony released her to um, to ride him in all races um, moving forward that we, we would like her to ride him in. Now, I think I got this wrong, Maddie, but I was sure that Yellow Brick, the other uh, really good one in your stable at the moment, was also a, a, a slot holder for the King of the Mountain. I don't think he is, is he? Yeah. He is. Yeah, he's in the Sears racing Well, slot. I, I was yeah. swear he was there, and I've got a, an update here, and he's not on there. All I've got is Apache Chase, Steady Ready, Alpine Edge, Nick and Over and Argyle Lane. So he's definitely there. Yeah, he's definitely there, and so is just Sweet Bell. Okay, well, they've missed a couple off here. Someone sent you on a bum, see that? They certainly have. It wouldn't be the first and it won't be the no, last either. No. <laughs> <laughs> I could have told yeah, you. No, Even I could have well, told you that. that's what I thought. I thought all along, I thought Yellow Brick is definitely in that race. And then I get this. Yeah, yeah. And he's not there. So I'm glad no, he is. He's definitely, yeah. No, Yellow Brick's, Yellow Brick's in the Sears racing slot. Yep. Um, and Steady Ready's in Javen, his owner's slot. And how, how much are you looking forward to that night? New Year's Eve. So oh, it's at two weeks away. Oh, really 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 looking forward to it I think it's going to be a great night like all credit to the club for you know putting together such an unbelievable evening um they've got fantastic entertainment you know and it's not a night just for racing people um you know if you've got nothing to do with racing it's still a still a good night to come and entertain you know enjoy some entertainment and the nights here lately these last couple of weeks have just been spectacular with the weather now Maddie you've got a, a big really with steady ready it's a big Four or five weeks when you consider this week the, the uh, gold edition plate and then the king of the mountain uh, and heading into Magic Millions Carnival the summer. This next five or six is make or break for, you know, steady ready. This time, you know, in, in January could be worth a lot more than he is now. Yeah, definitely. You know, you just take every race as it comes. Um, you know, the first hunt we've got to get over is the gold edition this weekend and then the king of the mountain. And then, yeah, he may, he could go to the guineas or he could go to a sprint on Magic Millions Day or he could even have a break. Um, you know, we just take every race as it comes and enjoy it, enjoy the wild, ride while it's going. And how's Yellow Brick going? Yeah, he's really good. He had his first jump out um, on on Wednesday. He went really good. We're really happy with him. He's definitely on track. Um, 
yeah, definitely on track for the King of the Mountain and the Magic Millions. We love him. He's just one of those horses that does at both ends of the race. He gets challenged in the straight. We saw that twice at Eagle Farm, and he just finds another gear. Yeah, he does. I think he's, you know, I think he's sort of a little bit underrated. Um, mm. We've always had a had a really big opinion of him, um, and I think, you know, the best is yet to come. You know, I think you're going to see the best of him in the Winter Carnival. Um, hopefully, heading into a heading into a Queensland Derby. Now, just quickly before we let you go, some of your other runners over the weekend. You have uh, the Gold Coast uh, tomorrow, Singapore Lady in race three and Magic Ruler in race number six. Yeah, um, I think the Singapore Lady's just been a little bit unlucky um, with her two starts. You know, she was beaten by that one that looks like it's quite handy now of Gollum's at Hidden Wealth. Yep. Um, and then one of Paul Butterworth that ran an unbelievably fast time. Um, but I think she's going to be much better suited out to that little bit further, that 1100. Um, yeah, I think, you know, I think t- tomorrow could be the could be the day where she cracks her maiden. So that should be good. And Magic Ruler, we've only had him a couple of weeks. Um, you know, we've just changed a few things around with him and he had a really nice trial win. So we're hopefully, um, yeah, hopefully we can change his form around a little bit and give the owners a bit of luck. And you're two at Toowoomba tomorrow night. No jockey at this stage for Stars and Riches in race number two. But I did print this off uh, yesterday. And race yeah, five, conglomerate, Nick Keel rides. Yeah, so hopefully Stars and Riches gets the run. Not sure who's going to ride her, but she's third emergency. So yep. kind of banking on her not getting on. It's not often into Wombra and those sort of races that you do get three scratchings. Um, but conglomerate, yeah, he's going really well. He's another one of those just real fast eight, 900-meter horses. Um, Nick Keel's been doing all the work on him, and he, he's been riding work for us and doing a lot of trials and stuff like that for us. So... It only felt fitting that um, he got to ride him, but you know he's sort of drawn a little bit, little bit sticky for an 800 meter race. Um, but I don't think he will have any. Yeah, I don't think he'll have any trouble crossing and that sort of stuff. So just hopefully, yeah, he crosses and does sort of what he has done in the past and and win easy. Good on you, Maddie. Thanks for your time. Good luck tomorrow. And just before, as I always do when we speak to you, before I let you go, how the dogs? <laughs> Yes, they are really good. We've acquired a Jack Russell, so that's uh, another another one to add to the collection we've got here. What but that they mean? are, yeah, they're good. Seven or eight? What is it? Oh, now? I don't know. No. I don't, <laughs> if I don't count them, then I don't need to know how many they are. <laughs> I know you're busy. We'll let you go and go and sell that horse potentially. Emotional day. Yes, See you, Maddie. See you, Maddie. <laughs> Bye. And good luck to the weapon tomorrow. And uh, she is so good, isn't she? She certainly is. I think is. it's up to about seven or eight. I know I say this all the time, but if Steph Thornton is the cat lady of Queensland Racing, Maddie Sears is the dog, the dog lady woman. of uh, Queensland Racing. She loves her dogs. Cost a fortune in uh, in food bills. Well, particularly now with this, you know, try we can't get our the pet food that we order uh, that comes regularly for our dog that just turns up. We, Where's it gone? Yeah, the all the issues with um, delivery, etc. We we can't; they're not coming through. So we've had to go out and go to the supermarket to buy. It. Oh, that's no good. I know, I know, I know. But yeah, but you know what? So he's used to his own yeah st- own food that comes regularly, and he loves that. So Mark likes um, the comfort of his own home. He yeah. does, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, look like he's Queensland. Keeper. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. This is The Punter's Mate on SEN. On this Friday afternoon with Sammy Highland having a bit of a break, I'm back for a one-off appearance with Chris Nelson. Queensland is your place to race this year, and it's a big day tomorrow, Chris, at Eagle Farm. It's a massive day tomorrow at Eagle Farm and a massive day for our Premier Trainer, uh, Mark, Tony Gollan. 
who's got a very strong hand in what I think is clearly the race of the day, the gold edition plate, race number eight over 1,200 metres. Tony, good afternoon to you. Yeah, good afternoon, guys. How are you feeling about this race? So you've got two really, really strong chances in uh, Golden Boom, the unbeaten Golden Boom, and Spiritualised second up from a break. Yeah, look, I'm feeling all right about it. Um, I'll be a little bit nervous tomorrow, I'd say. Always are when these type of horses go around. You get a few butterflies mm. in your stomach, particularly an unbeaten horse like, like Golden Boom. But I feel like their preparations have been really good. And I'm with him in particular, I've been really enjoyed to have that four weeks off with him now. I thought he's... His first two runs really started to get to the bottom of the tank on him just for the times he was running and the way he was doing it. To be able to have four weeks just to come back off him a little bit and reset for this has been gold. He, he looks um he looks terrific. The best he's been turned the best he's been turned out of the races so far will be tomorrow. And spiritualised, he's a he's a gross young colt and he was always going to improve for that first up run. I thought he managed himself quite well. He controlled his controlled his own speed nicer than what he did early in the prep last time round. And I think he's going to be a tough nut for a mortal crack tomorrow. He's, he's certainly in a cult. He's improved nicely off that first up run. Tony, I read with interest where you said that uh, in an ideal world, you wouldn't want to race them in the same race, uh, put them up against each other. Why is that? Oh, their racing patterns so far have been quite similar, haven't they? So, yeah. I mean, you hate seeing two, two nice young horses happen to, happen to do that just in case they do happen to, you know, annoy each other a little bit. But that's that's life. They're two different ownership groups, even though they're both racing the same colours. They are different. They are vastly different ownership groups within them and they're really nice horses and just the way the carnival carnival shapes but if there was a another nice group race over the short course <laughs> next week i'd be guaranteed they wouldn't be racing against each other but it um it worked the race works out nicely for both horses and and they're certainly um certainly they're both fitting well and it, it must be a, a tough one for you i mean mm-hmm. let's just say let's just say hypothetically spiritualized wins and golden boom runs fourth i mean you've sort of got to be happy for some connections and you probably have to feel sad for other connections. It's not as if you could just get, you know, carried away with the moment. It must be difficult to contain emotions. Oh, yeah, Chris, we're well used to that, unfortunately. We we, we have multiple runners in races most weeks now, so it's not like it's something that's foreign, foreign yeah. to us. But, yeah, no, it, these sorts of things, there's always, when you're multiple runners, there can always be a winner, but there can always be a loser. So we've just got to delve into the race and we've got to give each horse individually their best chance of, of running well and dissect that to their clients post-race with how things turn out. Now, if I said to you, which one would you, if you had, uh, if I gave you $5,000, which one would you put the 5000 on tomorrow? Is that a fair question? No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not really a fair question. No, <laughs> you don't have to answer that, Tony. Well, what is that about? Well, yeah. I want to know which one, Tony. Yeah, th- I'm not going to. Because I, I love Golden Boom and I've, I've tipped spiritualised. As I've said to many people, I feel like I'm shooting yeah. Bambi, not tipping Golden Boom. I really do. Yeah. But I, I just think spiritualised got that 1,200 metre form at Eagle Farm. <laughs> Yeah, I could kind of see your your, um, your reasoning for that, and you're right. He, out of the touted, you know, the touted horses in the race, and I, I talk about Golden Boom, Steady Ready, and there's been big, uh, good money for, and Assembly as well. Neither of those three horses have won past 1,100 or, or 1,000. So mm. it's um, where size brings that tough 1,200. And you know, Johnny Rocker has won at Eagle Farm over 1,300 there. So um, there's the horses that have been there, won at the trip, and toughed it out that trip. And then you've got these X-factor type horses, I guess, that haven't been there and done it yet. And we all know that Eagle Park 1200 is, is, a, is, a tough 12, is a tougher 1200, probably the toughest 1200 we have here in Queensland. So, look, you're right. I can understand why you went that way. Um, I don't know whether you'll be right or wrong. We'll, no. we'll find out tomorrow afternoon. Neither do I. And I won't be disappointed whichever one wins. If Golden Boom makes it three from three, I'll be totally wrapped. 
Um, oh, you know, it'll be just it, when you get these horses, as you would know, when you get these horses that are coming through and they're hyped up and they're unbeaten, you don't like to yeah. see them being beaten. No, you don't. I do think he's, he opened up under the odds, however. I think yes. he'll, there'll be a shift. I think he'll blow on the market, personally. I think there's, there's too much money for other horses. And this, this is a very interesting race. A lot of these actually haven't met each other as well. So it adds another another bit of intrigue into it. Usually three-year-olds in Queensland, when they're Queensland domiciled horses, they've raced each other many times beforehand. But the way this race pans out, very few of these, of these highly touted horses have actually met each other before. So... Tomorrow's race is going to answer a lot of questions for a lot of a lot of us, a lot of us connections, a lot of us trainers, I'm sure. Uh, before we get to your other runners tomorrow, did you give uh, TikTok Queen any chance in the world last week? It's quite funny. Um, I, I thought she'd love the track. She worked really well out on Tuesday, and she's a full system socialising. You'd remember it come to us as well as a, a low grade horse a few years, a few seasons ago, and she loved Eagle Farm. So. I kind of felt that, that she could run well. Um, it's always hard to get beat off a restricted Wednesday, although it, she didn't really get beat. The race beat her. The rail yeah. out just never got clear. She would, have, she would have won quite easily, I'm sure. And then I probably would have been keen to go to the race with her. But there was a softer option on a Wednesday. She was known for a 65. And then I just thought, oh, well, look, there are only four ones. I, I like the ability of this horse. I told the guys pretty early on, when I started doing a bit with her and jumping her out, that I felt I'd, I'd, I'd get black type with her. And they said, are you sure? I said, yeah, I'm really sure I could win a black type race or be black type place with her while I have her in Queensland. And that probably comment early on was probably vindicated last week. And now she goes, uh, well, she's gone for a break, I, I guess, or is she still around for the carnival? Yeah. Now she's gone for a break. She had five runs in her yeah. first prep up here with us and she'd come at, you know, two or three star maiden, or whatever she was from Victoria. So time will be a friend. Um, you know, she comes back for a much tougher assignment down in the winter. All roads will just go from the Stradbroke backwards and we'll try and get her into the Stradbroke. I'm probably about her fourth run, fourth run in. All right, Eagle Farm, tomorrow you kick off the day with uh, Tillinam, Tillinam and uh, Love Sensation in the first. Looks a suitable race for Tillinam up on the speed. Absolutely, yeah. She'll get up on top of the speed there and I think there is a slight distance query on the favourite, which would be Coco Rocks, I'm, I'm pretty mm. sure, in this race. So we'll be punching up there on speed. We know actually runs the trip, no problem at all, possibly get further. Um, forget about the first up run. She jumped out super on the Tuesday before and just got in no man's land on a hot speed at the Gold Coast. So I'll be forgiving her that. She likes Eagle Farm. She'll enjoy this sort of tempo. She'll control the race and she's going to give a great kick. Vinko in the Loch Ney, uh, loomed up at the Gold Coast. Maybe peaked a little late, but should be nice and fit now. Yeah, we asked a lot of him in the Gold Coast too. He was... He dawdled out the gates and Ange had to make a wide, long, sustained run. He was probably entitled to peak half furlong out, which he did. That run's brought him on. This is the best he's looked. This will be the best he's raced this prep. I don't think he's far away from his top this time round. And if we can just have a couple behind us, Ben knows him well. If he can if he can step just behind the speed, I think he's got a great side here. I just want to see Master Jamie really up there in Emerald Kingdom's grill early. Yep, yep. Uh, the last race, you've got a uh, good representation here. Mass Destruction, Shamaton and strategic position. I've gone with mass destruction. It looks a nice race. Just needs a bit of room in the straight. Yeah, he does. I mean, that, that's the that's what you want really at Eagle Farm, isn't it? I think last week we saw that, Chris, that the horses that map well, the money really come for them late. And that, that's what I think we'll see again. The track's really fair. The race tempo related last week, which is what we want. All horses' actions look good on it. And he maps beautifully here, this horse. He's a, he's a nice galloper. He's probably better than this grade. His form's shown us that. 
and he maps well. So I think he's the right horse for that race. Yeah, well, Pat Heels and I will be on the big goodbye, uh, Tony, as you well know. Uh, so I need to ask you before you leave, um, Greylander, um, Terry Kennedy tells me the big uh, Greylander's back on Wednesday at Eagle Farm. How are we looking there? Yeah, good. He probably beat himself, didn't he, at Ipswich? Oh. He just got a bit lost on the corner and wandered off. And I put the blinkers on him, and I've been reluctant to use him. He's a bit of an aggressive little sucker, but he just beat himself wandering around. So I think the shades will help him. The step to 1,400 is very positive for him. His pedigree tells us that. So that looks a suitable race Wednesday. If we don't like it for barriers, etc. there's a race the following Wednesday. Oh, good stuff. Mate, always good to talk to you. Good luck tomorrow. Good luck, Tony. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. There he is, Tony Gollan, always so generous with his time, and yeah, uh, he has Greylander. Um, and he's right. That day at Ipswich, did you see that? He uh, Probably. Uh, I watch most of them. Sorry. But I don't watch individual horses of yours each. Well, you should, right? because you'd be tipping Greylander next week. Oh, it I might a, be. It was a big run. I you'd could be tipping well be. the big G tomorrow well, as well. I did well. tip him for second, but yeah. Can we just throw, before, we've got um, Gibbo coming up shortly. We haven't have haven't spoken to Gibbo for ages. Can we have one of my favourite That's Magic? Which one we go? I'm hungry. I feel hungry. I want <laughs> This is one of the best. And this makes me even more hungry when I hear this. Globe Derby. Let's get, get out nice and early and say a very good afternoon to Jim Jakes. Now, we don't know if he got chips and salad or veggies. Uh. <laughs> the poor bloke. It was the last race of the day, I think, too. It was the oh, end. No, so it might have been his dinner, rather. Uh, he actually lunch. retired from calling last week, Jim Jakes. Oh, okay. Long, long oh, career. Go. So good luck to him. Uh, this is the punters, mate. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. On the Gold Coast, in the sunshine, a holiday paradise. Wow. I haven't, like heard that? That. Well, I haven't heard that before. <laughs> what does that mean? That means What's we uh, are talking to Gibbo on the Gold Coast. That's his intro. He's got his own did intro. Did he choose mark. that or did you choose no, it I for him? I, well, I, I shouldn't have even asked the question. <laughs> I, I should have assumed <laughs> that that would be the case because no sane person would have done that. I had a few to choose no, from. Did you get a choice in that, Gibbo, at all or not? No. No, Chris likes stitching me up when i got no say in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have done that before. How about I'm going to make an executive decision that you, Gibbo, get to choose your own. Don't worry right. about Mark. He won't be here next week. <laughs> Just agree with him for now, but it doesn't matter. No, he might uh, right, want to okay. as well. No, he doesn't. He yeah, loves I, that tune. I'll get some salt and pepper or something probably. Oh, see? He'll have something. Push on there that's... No, we'll stick with the Gold Coast. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. we will too. <laughs> Better than push it real good. <laughs> All right, Gibbo. We're racing at the Gold Coast, of course, tomorrow. Do you fancy a couple there? There's a couple I don't mind, Chris. It sort of threw me a little bit last week. Um, they were coming down the outside fence, and I don't know where that come from, to be honest. Usually on a nice, firm deck at the Gold Coast. You'd I saw that. be on the fence. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, mate, it's just throwing throwing me a little bit. I'm assuming it may do that again this week, but I, I'm not certain. But I'm going to start in race four, number five, Zucchina. Look, uh, under the conditions, class four plate, she's, uh, she's in beautifully at the weight. She's eight and a half rating points higher than anything else here. She's never really been one of mine, but the win a couple back was very good. And look, against this lot, I think she can sort of sit back. And if if it is playing to the outside, I think she's the one that can just sort of swoop down the outside fence and sort of hoping it plays that way for her. So she's the first one I like, race four, number five. Yep. And then we'll just move on to the next race, race five, number four. Paradise Island now. 
Wasn't beaten far last start. Uh, run third, beaten 1.9. But I was very disappointed. I thought she was sort of one of the best of the day there in a very winnable race. And just off the bit before the corner, never travelled and sort of picked up the last 75 and was okay through the line. But I like Fred going on. I like Blinkers going on. And I'm sure she's better than um, than that run. I wouldn't be surprised if, if the combination of Blinkers and Fred improve her three or four lengths. So I got her as the other best of the day, race five, number four, Paradise Island. All right. So race four, number five, Zucchina. Race five, number four, Paradise Island. Before we let you go, your thoughts on the gold edition plate? Cool. Some sort of race, isn't it? One of the better... One of the better races we've had up here, uh, three-year-olds for a long time, isn't it? Look, I, I'm a big fan of Golden Boom, but I just can't possibly come into the price. Um, gee, I, gee, geez, it's short for a race with such good depth. Look, if you had to, if I had to push one, I'd just be forgiving. I know Barry Lockwood was, was filthy at Johnny Rocker's last run, but if you look at it again, it wasn't too bad for a horse that jarred up. Um, and he wasn't far off Golden Boom the start before. So I think at the 1,200 suits him more than the favourite. So I think Johnny Rocker in sort of double figures would be the one that I'd be leaning. wouldn't be a big bet for me, but I just think it's better value than, than the five. Like, what do you mean let him go? He hasn't even mentioned the main race of the weekend or main race tomorrow at the Gold Coast, race five. Oh, here we go. Race five. I mean, you've, tip, you've tipped something in race five yeah. and you haven't even mentioned my horse, Moraine Magic. Maybe there's um, a reason for that. Well... Just, oh, just outrageous! Yeah, we may, maybe you don't have to ask me. Maybe we should be asking you. What, yeah, what we, you've got all the mail. Well, what, no, what, what, yeah, sp- what's the mail? What are, what are the trainers saying? Well, I haven't spoken to Trent um, this week about it. We had Tony Gollan on the show earlier, so I had a word with him about Greylander. Um, look, mate, I don't know. To be honest, that's why I thought I'd ask you. Um, we but- got in the know. Well, no, I can't keep yeah. up. I've got too many. You've only got one horse to worry about that doesn't yeah. race. <laughs> I've got about seven. Right. Pat Heels and I struggle to keep up with it all. And I thought well, they could, that Gibbo is on the Gold Coast. He might have a clue about my horse in, in the race. What did he tip in this race? Paradise Island. Paradise Island. Yeah. So it's a Paradise good thing. Island. Yeah, now, look, there's definitely upside with your horse. I like the fact that they took it to the Northern Rivers. The first, the debut win, I think it's hard to win anywhere in debut. I really liked it. To be honest, not, not much went right, and it was still good enough. And then probably just to forgive wide last start, um, hard to know what to make of that. So... I oh, know there's upside. The stable's in form. Um, if you got a push from the stable, that would be oh. that would be good. But right uh, there's give definitely win, wins in store. I'll give yeah. Trent a call. Good on you, mate. I like that answer. <laughs> what? That's right, that's a good answer. You see, he was able. He, to... was it, yeah, he was moulding it in a way where he thought he's giving it no chance whatsoever, but he's trying to say it in a nice way. At least it's racing. That's right. At least it's at the races. <laughs> yeah, well, don't go there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, see you, give up. See you, give up. See, see you, gentlemen. Right, mate. There he is. From the Gold Coast. It's a chance, Marine Magic. Of course it is. Yeah. Anything's a chance. There's only eight in the race. It's got a one in eight chance. Anything's a chance. It's got a one in... What do we do now? Let's have another bit of uh, That's Magic. What can I pick like? this one? Yeah, you can pick this okay, one. Okay, the name of this horse was Hoof, H-O-O-F, Hearted, H-E-A-R-T-E-D. It was in the States. Obviously very cleverly named. Barnett on the extreme outside. Colorado Cola. Toast a dozen on the inside. Questers Jet. Who farted? Who farted on the outside? It's close. Who farted in the winner's circle? There you go. Who? It's childish. Maybe. It's childish, but you never stop laughing. It, it at wouldn't. Those it wouldn't happen here, would it? No. It would never, never get through here.
So yeah. there's that one. You like that one. Now there's another one, um, the Japanese. Oh, yeah. The Japanese caller of a race that you can pick up the name of the horse. You can't understand anything else because it's in <laughs> Japanese. But I bet you you can work out the name of the horse. スモモモモモモモモ。さらに外から追い込んでくるな。11番ショコラノワーレ。前は8番のスターブブーケ。外から1番のスモモモモモモモ。追い込んでくる。1番のスモモモモモモ。圧勝だ。今ゴールイン。Fancy having to call that. I mean, you could tell. I mean, it's obviously not Japanese. What is that? What is the, what's you, it mean? Yeah. I, you no fa- I thought you found that. Oh, it might have. Time. It was something to do with a um, oh, uh, TV character or something. No, it might have been a video game character right, or something, yeah, something like, like that. Yeah, something like that. I'm sure yeah, you found out. Or medieval or something I'm sure or other. you found out. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I did find out, actually. Yeah. And there was another one... Um, uh, Dum da dum, sort of. Here we go. The leader just narrowly. She's like the wind on the outside. Dum da dum da dum. Dum da dum da dum. Continues to close on the outside. It's dum da dum da dum. Close to the line and Trevor McCarthy. Dum da dum da dum. At least she's getting into it, isn't it? I mean, dum da dum dum dum. It'd be boring. So I like the way he's playing. Absolutely, he enjoyed himself. But I think my all-time favourite. And aren't you going to leave that till the last? Well, we are near the last, aren't we? Come on, we we haven't got too long to go. Oh, I've got a couple of minutes. Okay. Yeah, but that's close enough, so I want to get it in. All right, okay. Just before you get to that, that sounded like The Simpsons. That did not sound like real life. Dum 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 dum. Yeah, that was a race. As this was a race, and remarkably, two horses, similar names, in the race, and they finish one two. My wife knows everything and the wife doesn't know are moving together on the far turn and they're coming after Lady Mutata coming to the quarter pole. Lady Mutata in front. Here come my wife knows everything and the wife doesn't know on the far outside. Little Miss Macho is fourth. They're into the stretch. Lady Mutata, my wife knows everything. Center of the track, the wife doesn't know. Into the final furlong, my wife knows everything. The wife doesn't know. They're one, two. Of course they are. My wife knows everything in front. To the outside, the wife doesn't know. My wife knows everything. The wife doesn't know. My wife knows everything. More than the wife doesn't know. Miss Tallahassee was third. How good is that? That's, I had to run one, two, didn't I? Oh, I mean, you couldn't. If that was a movie, you wouldn't believe it. No, but no. that was a real race. And, and they, they had finished to be one, neck and neck. Yeah, and they finished one, two. And that was a good call from that bloke. It was a well. very good call. Yeah, because Not that, mixing them up. Absolutely. That would have been so easy to get them wrong. So I, that's that's my, that's magic number one, I think. Is that the last of them? Yeah, I think so. That's all of them? Yeah, that's all you need. Oh, they're good. No, you actually good do some work now. No. I've got some winners for you over the weekend. How yep. long have we got? Have we got time for some winners? I hope so. And they always have time for winners. Okay. Who are you going to get to give us the winners? Me. Eagle Farm, race two, number 10, Star Gamble for Jimmy Orman. Race three, number two, Al Burke, I think, can win. So it's two, number 10, three, number two. The best is race five, number one, Kovalika. Reasonably short odds, but too good for those. I'm going spiritualize each way. Number one in the gold edition plate. Now, Sammy normally gives a tip for Toowoomba, but seeing he's not here, I'll do that. Okay. And I will go with race five, number five, Turbo Art, who put in a shocker first up, can bounce back and run a lot better tomorrow night. Race five, number five. And the Sunshine Coast on Sunday. Let's just go with the Sunshine Coast tonight. Race five, number nine, Enterprise Bella. And Sunday, we'll go with race seven, number four, Persides. There you okay. go. Well, I, I have to stick with Steady Ready. Um, Do you? Yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't you know, he's the horse that I haven't latched onto. Yeah. If he wins, I'll just say, well, I got that wrong.
Okay. I just think the other two will be will be better, but I, I'm no, I'm not undervaluing Steady already. Mm. He's obviously he's done a lot, but I just think he's a real speed horse, and he might get found out late. Yeah, that's fair enough. That's but my thought. Only because Maddie's been so good to us, and she did, yeah, I mean, oh, she God, did nickname she... it the weapon, which is you know unusual, and I can't go past the big G in the last. It'll be. It, Bit of value there, I'd hope. Oh, second favourite, I think. That's still for me. That's a but bit he's of value. such a consistent horse. He always yeah. runs a place. If he doesn't win, he's running second or third. Yeah, he's the sort of horse you love to own. Yeah. Small sharing. Well, I do. Very yeah, small, we do. Very, yeah. very small sharing. We do. We own that. And um, <laughs> Marain Magic tomorrow on the Gold Coast, despite Which what Gibbo, win. despite Gibbo what said. despite Gibbo despite what Gibbo says. Despite what Gibbo says, uh, Marain Magic tomorrow on the Gold Coast and in Greylander Wednesday at Eagle Farm. So. Just before we go, Magic Billions, uh, we saw Godfather win last week. We saw Godfather win last week for the Snowdens. Mm. We saw Sovereign Fund win at Wyong during the week for the Snowdens. And they've got Snapback going around in the first at Ramwick tomorrow. Cost $825,000 at the sales. It might be better than the other two. So keep an eye on it in the first at Ramwick tomorrow. It could end up being Magic Millions' favourite by halfway through the day. Okay, so we're getting to that stage now where... These magic million um, horses, those that are in contention, those that are any chance of, of winning, we want to see something from them over really the next few weeks. Yeah. And that Team Snowden stable out of Sydney, they are at the forefront. They've got Godfather, they've got Sovereign Fund, and they've got this one as well. And they've got Empire in Japan, who's the ruling favourite for the race. That's four. Mm. So <laughs> they're going to hold a strong hand. Well, they, um, do, well, they do have some sort of... I don't know, knack, magic, whatever yeah. it may be. And they get the of good developing horses. two-year-olds. Yeah, well, yeah. that helps. Yeah. But, beautifully bred. Yeah, but they get the good horses and they perform like yeah. good horses too. Well, if you gave a good horse to you or I, Mark, we certainly wouldn't get it to a racetrack. No, yeah, well, mine would, yeah. <laughs> Ours would. I'm just trying to find a clock in here so I can tell how long we've got to go, that's all. Yeah. Um, nice to be back. Yeah, nice to have you back. Yeah. So, so this sounds... is, will we have you on again or is this it? Or? Oh, I don't know. I'll I'll think about it, okay. but um, certainly not next week because I'm away. Yep. Um, next week, Sammy's away, but we might be back next week. We, we don't know Who knows yet what's going on next week. I'll we don't be flying know solo yet. next week. Well, that'll be fun. Show, yeah, Gibbo on. And I'll get someone on. Yeah, play his intro about five or six times throughout the program. <laughs> didn't that'd like do you, that, did you? Hey, you didn't like that, did you? Well, That's I just catchy. Thought, I thought, well, catchy depending on what side of the street you're on, I suppose. But. Um, you enjoyed it. That's the main thing, Chris. As long as you that's enjoyed it. That's what it's all about. As long as you enjoyed it, that's the main thing. If you're not having fun, no one else will be Self-interest is the best interest. Absolutely. So that is it for another edition of The Punters Made. A big day of racing tomorrow around southeast Queensland, right across yep. Queensland as well. But um, we'll find out a little bit more about Golden Boom, whether it is a golden boom. Yeah, massive day. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Hope you're back a winner or two over the weekend. Punters, mate, will be back next Friday afternoon.